So today marks a special occasion here on the Isle of Misfits. It is our first ever intercontinental journey. Oh yes, we have packed up our misfit bags and we're taking this show all the way over across the pond, as they say, to England. Okay, really, it's just via Skype, but still, it's a pretty big deal. And I'm so excited to introduce you to today's special guest. And not just because of his cool accent, although that is a bonus for sure, but because of who he is and the truly inspirational story he has to share. His name is Simon McDermott, and maybe you've even seen him on Facebook, even though you might not realize it, because he's got almost a quarter million followers on Facebook. But not to follow him so much as to follow a special guy in his life that he likes to call the Song a Minute Man. So welcome, welcome Simon to the Isle of Misfits. Hey, Nancy, you're right. <laughs> we are so, so very glad and honored to have you here talking with us today. No, it's great. I'm, I'm really happy to be on. You know, it's, it's a bit bizarre, actually, because obviously you're in America and um, I don't do many international um, things. <laughs> yeah, see, so this is, yeah, this is, I got to say, like, this is a treat for us. So, you know, thank you for being our first international guest. <laughs> wow, that's amazing, isn't it? God, it realize. really is. Yeah. So, and and the thing is, you're really you're here really to talk to us about your dad, right? So, I mean, not that we don't want to hear about you, because we do. Um, <laughs> so, and in fact, before we do get into your story and your dad and all that, I feel like we need to get to know Simon just a little bit. Okay, I'm worried about this bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, what have you heard? Um, no, just, just throw out everything you've ever heard. So, um, so we're going to play a stupid game. Um, and this stupid game really is it's just a lightning round. The, the way it's going to work, I'm just going to throw something out at you. I don't want you to think. Just first thing that comes to your mind, it's kind of like a psychological test. But we're not going to... Okay. You know, we're not going to turn you in to anyone. Okay. So, and actually, the, the very first question is, is uh, as an American, you know, we, we have some ideas about England. We need you to help clear this up. Okay, so please explain the difference between a crumpet and a scone. Please, what is the Oh, difference? it's really simple. So basically, it's, well, I call a scone a scone. Um, so a, a scone is kind of like, well, a crumpet's got air in it, and it's got, like, holes in it, and a scone doesn't, basically. That's the only way I can I can describe it, and a, a scone's a scone's more sweeter, whereas a crumpet's really kind of like heavy, okay. and a, hmm. yeah. So kind of like well, like we might call that a biscuit here, maybe. Uh, no, it's, no, it's kind of crumpets are really weird, and it, it, in fact, I don't even know what crumpets are kind of made of. Cause it's just kind of, it's just pure stodge, really. really? Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't see them here. Lots of scones. Scones have become a big thing with, like, oh, really? you know, lattes and coffee. There's tons of coffee shops that sell scones now. Yeah, but... it's a bit of cream, nice bit of cream and some jam on the scone. It's gone. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for clearing that up. All right. Now, all right, next thing. If I'm a tourist in London and you hate me, where are you going to send me? 
if I hate you. If you hate me, yes. Where oh are you going to send? Like, where's like the worst place that you? The would worst send place is definitely Elephant and Castle. Um, I mean, it's, it's they're trying to they do it at the moment, but it's actually it's kind of a bit hectic and it's falling to pieces. So, um, yeah. Elephant and Castle. Okay. All right, all right. Or West London, because it's quite boring. There's not much going on there. So. Okay. All right, so those are the places to avoid then. Yeah so, yeah, so if I go there and someone tells me to go there, I know automatically they hate me. All right, good <laughs> to know. All right, now how about the opposite? So, hey, you know, if you like me, if I'm a tourist, you're like, yeah, she seems like a, you know, a decent human. Yeah. Where, where do you want to send me? Where, where should I go? I'm like, me, you know, obviously Buckingham Palace, all that, you know, the... But where's where's a good off the beat? Off yes, the beat I would practice? definitely go to the East End, so around Brick Lane and places like that, and around Old Street and everything, because like it's just kind of like really quite interesting around there. There's loads, there's loads of stuff going on, and it's kind of loads of artists. Um, yeah, and there's some great bars there, really. Okay. So yeah. All right, definitely East End. Go East. I, I wrote that down. If I ever get there, <laughs> that's where I'm going. Okay, now this is again. Don't think, just react. Doctor Who or Downton Abbey? Oh, Downton Abbey. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, um, I mean, I grew, I've grown up with um, Doctor Who, but um, I'd say Downton Abbey. Actually, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. It's not a cool thing for me to say, but that's I, I okay. Actually, We're here to own yeah. who we are. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Actually, yeah. but I actually quite like Downton Abbey. Actually, well, that's refreshing. It's, yeah, it's easy to watch, and it's kind of like you know, you get to know the characters, whereas. Doctor Who's okay, but it's kind of it's bit it's gone a bit childlike, I think, isn't it? But, you well, you know. know, it's funny that you say that because I I I've been a captive. My husband and my daughter love Doctor Who, or they did um, back in the David Tennant days, or, yeah, or Matt yeah. Smith, yes. And you know, to me, it's like okay, I, yeah, they just keep changing the rules. I can't keep up with this, so I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm I'm a, I was a reluctant Downton Abbey girl, but I I got hooked. Really? I did. I did. Oh, wow. Yes. Binge watching the whole deal. Yeah. So. Well, obviously, if, you, if you're into Downton Abbey, you must be like The Crown then. You know, I did. Yes. I've watched <laughs> all of it. I know. And I'm like, I'm very sad because we have to wait for the next one. Yeah, exactly. And it's quite, yeah. It's, I mean, it's perfect for binge watching, isn't it? You know? It really is. Yes. And Doctor Who made an appearance, right? Matt Smith as Prince. Yeah, true. That's true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we get, we get the best of both worlds. So. Yeah. So, all right. I was going to ask you actually, as a as a bonus follow up, so like Matt Smith or David Tennant, um, who is your favorite Doctor Who of the two? Oh, I guess David Tennant. I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Because I think yeah. Matt Smith kind of it, it was a bit too, yeah I wasn't a big fan of him really. It was a bit too quirky. So. You know, I think I think uh, I think America agrees with you. David Tennant is beloved here. He has quite the Isn't following. He? he really That's is, even now, even right now, someone is loving him, right as we speak. So. <laughs> right. So, all right, a few more quick ones. All right, this is getting a little old school. Beatles or Rolling Stones? Um, I'd say Beatles, actually. Good job, thank you. That was the yeah. right answer. <laughs> no, you you couldn't have you couldn't have answered poorly, but you know, good answer. Yeah. So have all right. So I guess I have to ask you this. I know it's obnoxious. Have you been to Abbey Road? Well, actually, I have, yeah, because of, um, because of my dad's single. That's where they recorded it. <gasps> Why yeah. did I not know that? Yeah. We, That's amazing. We did, yeah, so I, I don't know if you know, but yeah, dad's single, we, we went to record it. Um, well, we recorded it two places. We did the mastering at Abbey Road. So we had the whole Abbey Road experience walking across the crossing, and we was inside it, and, you know, it was just bizarre. 
bizarre. We'll have to talk about that later, though. All right. Wow. I don't know why I didn't, because I, I actually bought that single, if you're talking about the, the You Make Me Feel So Young. And yeah, so, but yes, we'll talk about that later. But that's really cool. All right. Well, you've done so well with our stupid game. Thank you, Simon. Um, yes, I'm going to tell you the exact same thing I tell all of my guests. As soon as I have I Love Misfit t-shirts, I'm going to send you one. And that is a promise. Yeah, I just don't have them yet. But when I do, (laughs) you're going to get one. So, all right. Well, we're going to move right along. So, all right. Let's let's talk about, I, I talked about Facebook, 200, I think I checked before we spoke, something like 232,000 followers on yep. Facebook. How did that happen? Yeah, um, it was a bit bizarre. So I'll start right at the beginning. So basically my dad, my dad's got dementia, and um, but he sang all his life. And um, I used to film him record, singing in the car with me. And... Um, my friends started, to, I put one of these videos on Facebook and they started to share it, share it. And I thought, well, if they sharing, if they're going to share that video, I could create a link to um, the Alzheimer's Society where people could donate. But then I thought if I'm sharing videos that my dad needs his own page for himself. So I, I created, created a Facebook page called Song A Minute um, and then put the videos on there and it just went viral. <laughs> That's a really short answer. So yeah, it just went viral and it, it, it just poured in. In the space of a week, we had like about 100,000 followers. I think I might've been on board. Now, when, when was that? When did you first put this page up? I think it was May, 2016. I put the first, pe- the first video was up in May, 2016. I was actually gonna do it. I remember I was walking to the gym and I was thinking, I've got to make a decision, shall I do this or not? So I was like, you know, my dad's not very well. Is it the right thing to do? Um, you know, I had to take all the things into consideration. I mean, I went, just, I remember walking to a bridge and I just thought, oh, you know, just do it. And I just pressed, you know, for it to go. And then I went to the gym and I came out and it was like 50 quid donation already. And I was like, oh, this is weird. You know, people started to interact with the page. It's getting likes. So, yeah, it was weird. Uh, it's one of the best things I did. <laughs> oh, well, I, yeah, I, well, I will agree that it is one of the best things you did. And I don't even know you, but yeah, good job. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think I got on board. I remember the first video that I saw. I don't know if this was your first video, but it was, um, it was your, you and your dad singing, You Make Me Feel So Young. Oh, really? That was, yes, that was my introduction to you. Wow. When was that? Was that in the September or was it, um, Boy, you know what? I wish I could tell you when it was. I know it was it was somewhat recently within it seems like it was within this past year. Wow. Um yeah, and I just remember just out of it was just this magic moment. I loved it from from the start. It was just because it was so it was it was just so natural and it was I just remember thinking, "Wow, what an amazing voice this gentleman has." Yeah, gosh. But that I mean that's a lot it seems a long time ago now. It's it's um, it just seems all a bit surreal, really. I mean, I really didn't plan any, I really didn't expect any of this. I thought we'd have, we'd raise about 500 pounds maximum and we'd, you know, the page would probably have about 200, 300 likes on it. I didn't expect anything like what happened, really. It was just surreal. Right. And, you know, the thing is, I, I think that time you're talking, you know, May 2016, I remember there was, um, there was another big viral video that went out around that same time. If you remember um, the the woman with the Chewbacca mask. Yeah, Chewbacca yes. woman. Yeah. Yes, that was right around that same time. And, was you it? know, 
It it was actually, and the reason I remember that is because um, that just for me personally, that was a very significant time in my life because my mom's health was deteriorating. Right, and I remember just just a, around that time, just needing to have that weight lifted, and again, you know, being able to laugh, being able to be inspired, and in the year that followed, just so seeing that video of you and your dad was just such an encouragement and such an inspiration in the middle of in the middle of a hard time oh no and i think a lot of people probably resonate with that as well and i think that may be one of the reasons why it went viral right wow it was that's quite yeah i'm quite touched that you said that i mean it's kind of um i mean for me it's just like me and my dad going for a drive in the car but i've had people say similar things to me and um I just, it, yeah, it kind of, it really affects me. I mean, I think, um, cause I, you know, it's just me and my dad. For me, it's just me and my dad singing in the car. And um, it just, I find it just quite amazing. When it first happened, and um, when the video started going viral, I'd get similar messages from what you've just said into the page saying that people, I'm having a really bad time or, um, you know, this has happened or like my, my, you know, I've this one woman, I always remember this woman from the Philippines and she said that, you know, she cares for her dad who's got, sorry, her mum's got dementia. And she said like, oh, you know, by, by, by watching your video, I didn't feel so alone. And I was like, that's mental. You know, she lives at the opposite side of the world and it's affected her, you know? Yeah, it was just bizarre, really. Exactly. And those are the kind of things that do bring people together is having that, that shared experience. But not just sharing in the commiserating because yeah there is there's a hard part and i and i want to talk about that in just a moment but but it's it's more than just going through a hard thing together it's finding some beauty in the midst of it finding some inspiration even in the midst of a very difficult thing and i think people are are hungry for that i think they're craving that yeah i guess you're right actually yeah i think um and i think also for me i mean like you know it was so bad at that time it was so bad i mean like there's obviously the video and it's all very happy. But when, I, you know, behind the scenes, when I took dad home and everything, it was completely different. You know, dad was very aggressive to me and mum and everything. And, you know, so we had these, it was surreal, but we'd go on these journeys and dad would be great. And then back at home, it would be, it would be a different person. Not knew I, who I was, just, you know, very violent and very aggressive. So for, for me as well, it was, it was kind of like, it was a release, you know what I mean? And half the time I'd be driving around in tears, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and you've been very very forthright about that. You know, I I followed your your Facebook page, and yeah, there's you know there's there's great fun videos and and like these magical moments, and it's wonderful. But you've also been very forthright about you know this is hard. Um, you know, in fact, even a video that you posted yesterday, yeah, we're okay. Um, but you you haven't really been shy about saying how difficult it's been. Yeah, no, because I didn't want... There's a lot of people that say that um, when Dad first got diagnosed with this, you know, I didn't I didn't realise how bad it was going to get. And, like, you know, Dad, he was starting to get aggressive, but it got a million times worse. And um, we, was, we was in a bad place in this. But I, I was t- talking to my friends about it, and, I, you know, I don't think anybody understood what we were going through at home, you know what I mean, how bad it was. You know, and I'd, I'd be coming up from London to Blackburn to see Mum and Dad, and I'd spend the whole weekend not sleeping because I'd be terrified of what Dad would be like. It would just be really odd because obviously Dad would be really aggressive. 
you know, it's not always magic moments, but but you have felt compelled to be honest about that and not just sugarcoat it and and give this idea that oh, it's always fun, it's always yeah. you know this Disney. No, I mean I remember, I remember going to see um, Still Alice with a friend because a friend took me and said, oh, you know, you should come and watch this movie. So I went to see it and um, I was sat there and around me the entire audience was in tears and I was just like, oh my god. This is the easy. <laughs> that was easy. I was. I said to my friend, "This is nothing like what we're dealing with. We're dealing with something that somebody's attacking us, and he's, you know, a thousand percent aggressive. And it's like, it's terrifying. You know, I said, and it's all very nice. Still, like, it's all very nice in a way. It's all very, people, you know, she could understand what was going on with her, and we had this completely different situation. It was just a full-on rage, twenty-four-seven. And it was terrifying, and I didn't want—I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to sugarcoat it because it's not easy. It's really, really difficult, you know. Right, because uh, this is—we're talking about real life, you know. Movies, even movies about difficult things, they're scripted, right? We have writers, and we have—you uh, know—we have usually happy endings, or or at least very, very orchestrated, you know, very—it's all produced. But you're talking about real life, and real life is unpredictable, and real yeah. life gets messy. Yeah. <laughs> God, tell me about it. it did, yeah, completely. Yeah, it was. I mean, that's what I said when I. I mean, there's another thing as well that um, a lot of people disagree with me. But like, I, I, was, I was talking to somebody recently, and they said, "Oh, you, you, you shouldn't say that your dad is suffering from Alzheimer's." And I was like, "Well, why shouldn't I?" And they said, "Oh, you know, you should say that he's living with." And I said, "Without doubt." You know, we're suff- we as a family are suffering from this disease. You know, it's not manageable we, you know we're getting through the day but it's really difficult you know and it's like there's days where it's like you know you've got to really pull yourself together because it's kind of like you know it's re- it's really really tough actually i mean like the last year has been okay a lot better you know dad's changed a lot i don't know if, if that's because of the music or whatever but he's changed a lot and he's a lot easier to deal with but dad was still dad you know you still have nice moments you know but then he would have no idea who you were and he'd just fly at you so you have it it just it messes with your head, you know. It really does. So. Right. And like you said, you know, your dad is still your dad. And you know, I'll I'll just say this. I you know, I think there's there's people that are listening to this podcast that will be able to totally relate because they're dealing with a similar situation, whether it's Alzheimer's or dementia or or, or any n- number of other difficult situations with family members or loved ones. And and also on another level, though, I mean. Isn't this just life? I mean, what you're talking about, yes, this is a very specific thing, a very difficult thing you're going through. Yeah. But isn't this kind of just like a little microcosm of, of life? You know, life, life yeah. is hard. There's suffering in life. And, you know, and this is not to minimize at all what you're going through, but I, but right. I, I, I think I, I think sometimes we feel like we have to put this mask on and say everything's okay and, and put on this image, you know, and Facebook is famous for that, right? Oh, here's my vacation and yeah. here's, you know, here's my selfie with the famous person or whatever. You know, we, 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 we're our own PR people and we want everybody to think everything is okay all the time. Yeah. And that can be very isolating, yeah, definitely. And I think as well as, I mean, social media is great, but also you've got to remind yourself that it's not, it's not real life. Like, that's the stage show. And like through like the Song of Minute Facebook page, I'm always conscious of like, I don't want people to think, oh, this is really easy. You know, go for drives, it's great. Um, because 
I want to be here. That's right. That's the stage show. The real, the real, real life is behind where you know, you know, we've got Dad wandering around for hours on end, shouting our names, trying to look for us, even though we're there. You know, and he, he just doesn't believe that we're the people. You know, and it goes on for hours and hours and hours, and it can drive you insane. It's like Chinese torture. You know, but um, yeah. But it's I like what you say. It's life. You know, it's kind of. It is part of life, and. Um, it's like a challenge, isn't it? You've just, you've got, it's, you can either walk away from it or accept it, really, and life is a challenge, you know, life isn't all easy, you know, you've got to, sometimes you've got to, um, you know, face it and just go through it. You can't go around it, <laughs> if that makes any sense. You know, and, and we always have a choice, you know, we can, you know, we can say, well, no, I'm not going to do this, but even, even saying that is a choice. So yeah, exactly. you're right, making choices um, in the middle of this. So in, in the middle of these difficult moments, let's, so let's go back to, all right, somehow you have found a way to have these moments that have brought beauty to a very difficult situation. So tell us about that. Tell us about your dad, the one who grew up. He's, you know, he was a singer, right? I read a little bit of the bio, a singer growing up, and he, he always had music in his life. So... Tell us what happens when you when you bring these songs back to him. What does that do for him? He just he switches back to being who he was. He's a lot more. He's ten times more happier. Um, he's more switched on. He smiles a lot more, and he has a laugh. <laughs> you know, and I think it gives him back who he was or who he is. Really, I think you know my dad can't make do basic things like cups of tea. He doesn't know that it is in his house. He doesn't know that I'm his son, you know, but when he has his music on, he's happier and it makes our lives happier because when he's happy, everything else is happy. You know, it changes everything for us. Yeah, he's a, he's a lot more happy. And I think at the end of the day, that's all that we want. I think it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's taught me as well, this whole thing with Alzheimer's and dementia, that it's taught me that, you know, we only have one life and you've got to make every single day as best as you can, you know, and it doesn't matter if things go wrong or whatever, as long as you're happy and, you know, you get through the day, it's fine, you know, you don't have to have the best things or whatever, you don't have to live in an amazing house, as long as you're happy, you know, you've got people around you, that's all that matters really. Right, and, you know, I, I'm a faith-based kind of a girl, and, you know, what you just said reminded me, there's, there's, a, there's a verse in the Bible where it says to make the most of every opportunity, and that's what I hear you talking about, you know, yeah, we do have this one this one life here on earth that we get yep. to live. And it's not about, you know, being perfect because none of us are perfect, but it is about making the most of the opportunities that God brings us, you know, and it, it sounds like that's, that's what you're talking about, that, that this music, it unlocks yeah. who your dad really is. Well, it's, it's funny you talk about God. I mean, like, I, I don't see, I don't believe in God, but I believe, I believe in like the universe kind of thing. And I think that you talk about God, but I, I talk about the universe in the same thing. And I think that the universe is kind of throwing this at us. And it's kind of like, even though Dad's t it's taking Dad away, it's also given me my Dad back in a way because me and my Dad have connected quite a lot. You know, Dad's done his dream. He's, he's made his single. He's gone to Abbey Road, you know. He's like this, you know, thousands of people around the world that are listening to his music. You know, it's it's just been like, even though I feel it's been given, it's, I always say it's been, it's it's kind of a gift that's been given to us. I mean, Alzheimer's is awful, but we've also had this gift in the sense that, you know, I've, 
I've got I've learned about my dad and I found out about him. It's a, there's another thing I wanted to talk about as well. It's like I mentioned this in the book. Is um, there was an incident when Dad came down to London and um, Mum and Dad came down and they stayed in my flat. And when I opened the door for them to let them in, Mum looked exhausted. So I decided to take Dad out for a walk that night, and um, we went to a pub. And he had no idea it was me. But he started t- talking to me about his son that lived in London. <laughs> and he was telling me was for like about an hour, just talking all about my son. And he was so proud. And all this stuff, you know. And I was just like, oh, my God. You know, when I walked away from that, I was, you know, it, that was a gift. Because I would never have known that. Yeah, you know, so, so even though he didn't recognize you, you're still very much in his heart. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. amazing. He, I mean, Dad, Dad never, he's not he's one to talk about his feelings like that about people, people. but because, because he didn't know it was me, he was telling, he was telling, he was telling a stranger about his son and he was so That's proud. Great. That's great. Well, that was always a joke in our family. You would never hear from like grandma or, you know, like your parents, how good you were. They'd have to tell somebody else, right? How good you were, right? So, <laughs> so yeah. you got, yeah. So you got, that is, that is a great gift. Yeah, it was, yeah. I know I always, I mean, I, when I walked back to the flat, my mum, because I was like nearly in tears, and my mum was like, you know, what's happened? Has he upset you? And I just said, I've just had the most amazing gift, you know? I love that. I love that. So you're, all right. So when we haven't talked a lot about this, and I want to talk a little bit about this. Um, you have written a book about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's his life story. Basically, it's, it's called The Song of Minute Man, and it's basically about dad's life growing up in, Birmingham, and just saw how we got into music, how I met my mum, our, our relationship growing up, and then of course um, how how it all went viral, really. So, so this is a story that I think uh, I think a lot of people would like to hear more because just just even this short time that we're talking, I mean, so inspirational. But we really only scratched the surface about your dad, about your family, you know, and and really, there's so much, so much more that um, that I, that I'm curious about. Um, I love, I just love that I even have this chance to talk with you after following you on Facebook all this time. So, one of the questions that I have for you, because you know, you you have like you, you've talked about connecting with people around the world that are dealing with some similar stuff. Yeah. What What has been helpful to you as you've talked with others that are maybe facing some similar situations? What's been helpful for me? Yeah. I just, initially, before this whole thing happened, we we felt so alone. Once, when as soon as Dad was diagnosed, it was very much like you've got to fend for yourself. There was no real follow up care or anything, and it was just. When I, it was like a tsunami of messages coming in, people saying, I'm in the same situation and I don't know what to do. And I was like, oh my God, you know, that's just, yeah. It was just, it just opened up this entire world that we're not alone in this. That was the most, that was the biggest thing, I think, for us. So getting that sense of community. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. was, and that's huge. That's huge because you know even uh, the whole theme of of our podcast, uh, the Isle of Misfits, is knowing sometimes we feel like we're stuck on the Isle of Misfits, right? That we're yeah. we're kind of going through this alone, figuring out why am I going through this? What is my purpose? Um, but to know that you know we're not alone, and there are others that can that can relate, even if it's not an identical circumstance. There's enough similarity in the fact that we're we're going through these things together and and encouraging each other. 
Yeah, it was. It was been. It's been completely. I mean, it was been very spiritual in some some parts of it. Like when it first happened, you know, I'd be at work and I'd be getting these messages in, and I was sat at my desk trying to hold back with tears because I'd be reading these long messages, people describing what they're going through, and I was like, oh my god, these people are on the other side of the world and they, you know, they're alone, but they feel connected by this, and it was just kind of, yeah, it was quite overwhelming, really. Yeah, so so I'll kind of flip this around then um, as we're kind of bringing this in for landing. So thinking about somebody who might be listening right now, who maybe they have a, a parent or a spouse or a loved one who's going through Alzheimer's or dementia or some other just debilitating disease or, or issue, what is your message to someone walking through through something difficult like this right now? What would you say to them? Um, it's really, really it's tough, tough, but you've... But you've you will get through it. That's it. Yeah, it's really tough, but you will get through it. You've got to just keep on going. Um, that's that's the only thing. And I think if you look back at it, you know, don't see it as a chance. Don't see it as a chance that you can actually get over. You know, and how strong you'll be afterwards. You know, that's what I I, I, I think. And also and also I will say that you know trying to get support as much as you can and have and laugh. And I know it's really difficult because some days you'll be like oh. How, how am I supposed to do this? But um, you'll, you'll you'll find a way. You don't. You might not know what it is right now, but you will find a way. <laughs> and you have you have found a way from where I sit, looking in. So I'm, I'm you know on the outside looking in. I see a devoted son who loves his parents, who loves his dad, and even through the difficulty, that love that you have for your father is is the motivation that keeps you going. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, think yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. yeah. I can see that there's a number of sorry, there's a number of incidents that happened that you know my dad was in these huge rages, but then we'd also have these incidents where he'd be completely lost and he'd be crying. You know, you've got to remember that oh, you know, he can't be alone in this. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. and that's just called being there because again, maybe we're not all going through that, but I know I have my moments. You know, when I'm not at my best and that's yeah, yeah. that's when I do lean on the people in my life who love me, you know, in the marriage vows, right? They say for better, for worse, for yeah, richer, yeah. for poorer. Well, I think that goes for all, you know, the most important relationships in our life. They're, they're about a commitment. It's not about, well, I feel like it today or I don't feel like it today. Yeah, and you've yeah. shown that kind of commitment with your parents. And I just want to be, you know. One of, I'm sure, many people who said this, just to to thank you for that example, Simon. That's, that's, really, that's really kind. I mean, don't get me wrong, there is bad days. There is bad days where we, um, we feel like screaming at each other. Um, oh, I get it. Yeah, but you know what? That's okay. You scream a little, but, you, but you're there, right? You scream a little, you love a little. And uh, I think uh, that's, that's part of the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, Simon, so I, I'm sure there are people who, if they weren't following you before, want to follow you now or find out more. So the book comes out in England uh, in April, correct? Yeah, in April on the 6th, 6th of April in the UK. And then in the States, it comes out in September. But I think okay. you can pre-order now if you go to Amazon and just Google the song of Minuteman. Okay, so you've heard, so you can pre-order it if you're in the States here, um, and if you're traveling over there, or if someone over there is listening, 
get the book. And then I want to talk to you again when it gets close to September. Yeah, just definitely. So we can, yeah, so we can remind some people. Because I think we need to get to know Simon a little bit more. Um, <laughs> I, I might, you know, I might make you do that American accents. And so you just have <laughs> to practice I'll, 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 I'll practice. Um, yeah, so maybe maybe it'll make you sing or, you know, we'll, we'll have some more fun. But um, Simon, thank you so much. Oh, and Facebook. So how can someone find you on Facebook? Oh, yeah. So oh, if you yeah. go to Facebook, um, it's just facebook.com forward slash song a minute. Just search for the song a minute man and uh, it should pop up. Right. All one word, song a minute man. So no spaces. So um, I'll put that up on the website too. Oh, no, when it's, we it's, post it's song a minute on Facebook, but just this, if you just search for the song a minute man. Okay. It should, something should come up. So. Got it. Well, I think you're going to get a few more followers from this, hopefully. <laughs> and um, Simon, thank you so much for spending some time. It really was a pleasure. No, thanks. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you, you know, you spending, giving us some time to talk. So I, I enjoyed it. Great. Well, thank you. And we will, we will talk again soon. Yeah, that'd be yeah, great. That'd be great. <laughs> All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And in case you haven't figured it out, this is Simon and his dad, Mac McDermott, singing together in the car, a video that started it all, at least for me. And the good news is, if you haven't checked them out yet, oh, you really should, go to Facebook. You can find it by putting Song A Minute in the search bar. Um, you can also pick up a copy of the single he recorded at none other than Abbey Road Studios. And if you happen to find yourself in the UK, his book called The Song A Minute Man is available right now on Amazon, or you can pre-order it for a September release in the States. Oh, and by the way, the proceeds from all of this are going to help raise awareness for Alzheimer's disease. So uh, we will have to have Simon back to talk about this and so much more. And um, also, I want to get him to speak in an American accent. So Simon, if you're listening, no pressure, but get practicing. Thank you so much for listening to the Isle of Misfits. You can find this podcast and lots more like it on the isleofmisfits.com. And if you're really just crazy about them, you can let me know by subscribing and leaving rave reviews on iTunes.com. In our next episode, we will be hearing an inspiring story that just happens to coincide with Autism Awareness Month. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned for that. And until then... Keep owning your awkward and keep loving your fellow misfits. I want to feel the way I do today. Because you make me feel so. You make me feel so, and you make me feel so, and you, and you in there.